Hello and welcome to the PhD Life Raft podcast. I'm Emma Brzezinski and today I'm talking to the wonderful Kate Farsek. We're talking about doctoral writing groups, working together, having that sense of community and supporting each other on the journey. Kate shares her experience of being in a writing group and also offers some advice to those who are thinking of setting one up. So I do hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, Kate. Hi, Emma. Thanks for having me. Oh, you are so you are so welcome, and I am so delighted that you are here, um, and to talk about this topic, which you are passionate about, and um, I am passionate about. So, hooray, hooray for that! Yeah. Um, but before we get into that, I'm going to um, start the same way as we always start, in terms of asking you about your journey, your PhD journey. Um, can you tell us how how it was for you? Absolutely. Yeah, it was hard. <laughs> as as right. I'm sure you're not surprised to hear no, or the no. listeners are not surprised to hear. Um so I got into a PhD program because I had an excellent job at a university. My job was to support everybody on campus with writing and professional development around writing, uh, students and faculty. And it was a good idea for me <laughs> to get a PhD to be able to support PhD level writers, right? Um, and it was something I wanted to do for a long time anyway. So I was very gung ho when I got into it. Um, as I got going, some things changed for me. I witnessed my husband go through a very difficult tenure and promotion process. Mm. Um, and that really was shaking us up in terms of how we viewed the academy and our roles in it. Right. Um, right. There were some administrative changes at the university I worked at that um, made the atmosphere on campus quite tense and uh, made my job less enjoyable. Nice. So that was happening. And then I became a mother. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so okay. that's a really huge yes. change in the midst yes. of this process. Um, and you know, I just felt like I could not be the kind of mother I wanted to be and be keeping up with the demands of this position. And I decided to resign. And so I was still doing my PhD, but I was becoming more and more distanced from academia. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, what kept me going though, what kept me connected was I had formed a writing group with members of my doctoral program cohort. And so that was like the thread that was keeping me nice. connected to, to academia. Still, though, I, I was working steadily, but I was resisting, you know, like <laughs> I didn't want to be an academic. And and that mm. showed up in the work I produced. Right. Uh, there was a, a moment, I can remember this very clearly, where I was, it was late at night. Um, everyone in my house is asleep, but I'm, you know, sitting down in the dark with my computer trying to get a draft out. And I had made a comment to myself, justify this decision, right? And I, I'm sitting there knowing like, that's going to take hours and hours and hours to craft that one sentence. I don't have that time. And I just deleted the comment <laughs> instead of doing it. Bless you, bless so, 
when I sent that draft off, as you might imagine, my advisor came back and said, you cannot just say you did this. This is not, she said, this is not the student that I know. You know, you seem like a totally different person Mm -hmm. producing this kind of work. And and she was right, you know, like I, I was going through these major identity shifts. So nice, nice. ultimately, I did come back to feel more of a sense of dedication uh, and identification with academic practice and my work. Um, the The participants that I worked with for my dissertation, their stories was what really got me, uh, always kept me going. Mm-hmm. And um and ultimately, I decided I want to honor the sacrifices my family's made for me. So I'm right. going to finish this. Right. right. And, and that got me back on track. So I ultimately did finish. Yay. <laughs> yeah. And I'm very, I'm very glad that I persisted. I value so much what I learned from doing this. But not an easy story. And I, I thank you so much for sharing that because that's what, that's what we are all about here in terms of what what often gets put about is the kind of show reel, isn't it? Of like, look at me doing the work, it's all great, la la la. And actually behind closed doors is that is that real like you say, resistance. It's like, I don't want to yep. be here, I don't want to do this. What is this all about? Um, and this sense of identity shift, which of course mm-hmm. was was absolutely magnified for you in terms of becoming a mum, but but the, yep. the PhD anyway is an identity shift, isn't it? Um, Absolutely. It challenges us in so many ways. Like, like you can't go through it without having some kind of existential crisis. No, no, because you're shifting and growing. And that, that is what it's actually about. You know, it is, it's a personal development program. That is what it's about. Absolutely. Um, So what kept you in it apart from honoring the, the sacrifices your family's made? And that's really gorgeous. And shout out to your family and all, because our families go through it with us, right? It's not just us. Absolutely. Yes. (laughs) Um, But also this, this group, this writing group, and that is what we want to talk about, this sense of having a writing group or writing group practices and how that can really support. Um, So tell us a bit more then about this writing group. I instigated the writing group. I had led many faculty writing groups in my job on my campus. And so I thought this would be a great way um, for some of my friends and I to stay connected and to just support each other, keep going. We formed a really close bond in our program during our coursework. And uh, we knew this was going to be a tough road ahead. Mm. So I invited... um, three or four people to join. There were five of us as we, we got started. Um, and we started out meeting once a week and our, we had a goal to share a couple pages of writing. It started out pretty good, um, but it wasn't great for everybody. Right. Ultimately, we did a research project on the, the group itself to kind of figure out, you know, why did we have different outcomes? Because Three of us stayed in the group and completed our dissertations. One person stayed in the group, but then dropped out of the uh, of the doctoral program, and another person dropped out of the group but completed the dissertation. So we thought we had some interesting outcomes to look at. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, and one of the things that um, you know, from talking to lots of people about whether or not to join a writing group and. And of course, I read all the literature on doctoral writing groups. 
you hear so many people talking about how great they are. A lot of the literature that's out there is, we did this great group and it was awesome and you should do it. Um, but people also are like, eh, I don't know. I'm hesitant to to join in. And so we wanted to look at both what was good about it and what didn't work. And I think more researchers are starting to ask those questions too. Um, you know, one thing that that is a common point of hesitancy is time. Mm. It's another thing to do and everyone's very busy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and another hesitation I hear is I don't want to share my work in progress, either because people feel vulnerable about their uh, writing skills, which a lot of people do, um, or, you know, they, they don't want someone stealing their ideas, which can be a concern depending on, you know, the kind of work that you're doing. So, right. Right. Um, so as I, you know, was saying how our group was set up, there are lots of ways writing groups can be formed. I mean, really it's, it's more than more than one person (laughs) coming together to work on writing. And there's so many ways that can, that can be done. So you, cause you now, this has become a real interest for you. Um, so Tell us a bit more then about how how people because if if people go oh yeah no that isn't the sort of writing group I want they they may not even know that there's another way of doing it so can you give us some, right. some ideas about how the different ways that it could work yeah so there was a great um, chapter by Sarah Hass in in a book called um, doctoral writing or what was it called writing groups for doctoral uh, education and beyond and Sarah Hass's chapter in that book laid out 11 different dimensions wow. that can be different. So, I mean, I can run through them quickly so people can get a sense of, of how um, all the different levers you might pull. To right. structure right, right, so, right. You know, one, the purpose of the group, like this kind of seems like a no brainer, but uh, there can be different purposes. Mm. Membership, who's in it, leadership, um, contact, how, how is this group actually getting together? Is it in person? Is it online? Now we have a lot of options to do that. Time, like of the day, when is this going to meet? Some Sometimes work for people and some don't, right? As parents, right. Um, in particular, we could think about um, the, the constraints on that place. Where is this group getting together? How frequently? How long are the meetings? Um, how long is the group going to last? The duration of the group? Is it going to yes. be for a month? Is it for a year? What's going on? Yes. Um, in meeting activities, what do you actually do when you're there? Sometimes people just get together to just sit and write and they don't even talk. Sometimes people share writing. Sometimes people are just sharing their goals and reporting back in. Um, and then the between meeting activities. So like, what's the expectation of what you're going to do when you're not with the group mm. um some groups are goal setting and they like assign homework and then you come back and report on whether or not you did that but if other, on the other hand the group is just this is our time to get together and write that's the writing time there's not necessarily something you have to do in between so that gives a little flavor of all the different yes. configurations these might yes, take yes yes and i think that sense of setting boundaries because i think especially if you're just sort of getting together 
it can be lovely to have a sense of, oh, we're just getting together, but then it can become a bit directionless kind of in terms of like, well, don't know. I think especially like you said, in terms of how long is the group going to run, having very clear boundaries on that and going, we are going to be together for six months and then we'll review or whatever. It then makes it really clear and and gives people safety in that, doesn't it? Right. Yeah. It's, I mean, we're all strapped for time. So um, it can be hard to form a group. It can be hard to even get it off the ground if people aren't clear on what the commitment is. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really helpful and, and give some really useful pointers in terms of how to set things up. So I guess having done this, because if people are thinking about it, "Hmm, what could I really get out of it? What would you say that for you were, were was that were the really useful bits of the group and what might be the sort of the, what would you do differently um, now? Yeah. So um, we, because we were scattered geographically, we met online. This mm-hmm. was before Zoom. So it was okay. not really a thing at that point. Was there life before it. Zoom? It was, there was, yeah. <laughs> um we had what was called Google Hangouts at the time. Right, right, right. That's how we met. So that really worked for me as I became a parent yes. to be able to meet from home. You yes. know, so that was something that was really useful. Um, the membership of the group, these were friends. You know, we were doctoral program classmates, but also we had formed a really close bond. And so that was very very helpful for me. I wasn't going to let my friends down and I liked right. being with right. these people. So right. I was going to show up. Yeah. Right. Um, one thing after we did our research on, on what had worked and not for different people, um, we found that our, our in-meeting activities changed mm. over time, but we kind of didn't really... Um, mindfully do that it just sort of happened so in the beginning we had to come and share writing we had a very strict deadline and we were like really trying to hold each other accountable um and and for one of the group members that's why he left because it didn't work with the rest of his life at that point in time it was just feeling like added pressure it wasn't helping him right Later on, we switched into more of a, a goal setting and reporting mode. If someone wanted to share writing, you could, but it wasn't necessarily that's what had to happen. Hmm. Um, and, you know, that might, he, he actually made, he decided he might have come back at that point right. if he'd known. Right. Um, yes. So, I mean, our big takeaway from that really was there are all kinds of different things that may be helpful or not for you. And it's important to to know, first of all, know that things about the group can be changed, right? Yes, and yes. so notice how the group is like fitting in or not with the rest of your life and speak up for, for yourself in that case, because um, probably something could be modified. And, and the thing is, it takes a long time to get a PhD. So you're going to change and your circumstances are going to change. Yes. And if you're looking for a group that's going to like carry you through this whole process, just be, be ready for it to evolve as well and stay open in conversation about that with your, your group mates. Yes. Cause I think, you know, there are different phases in the PhD and I think there's, there's a kind of golden thing, isn't it? In terms of you all setting off and being at about the same place 
Um, mm-hmm. But then, of course, there were going to be moments where people are, you know, I talk about the three phases of starting out, messy middle and final countdown. And final countdown can be anywhere between 18 months and six weeks. And so people yeah. are going to be the, that that messy middle part is going to be very different experience for everybody. Um, and really interested about your your colleague who then it just wasn't working with his flow and was ending up being problematic. Um, right. But I'm guessing there's also going to be a benefit in terms of having people at different phases of the PhD that, you know, there might be if you're starting out and somebody else is, is finishing off, there's so much wisdom to be gained there from that, from someone who's been further through the journey. So I'm guessing yeah, that. And, yeah, that, and that's what, um, you know, some of us reflected on. While we all started out at exactly the same point, um, because this process proceeds at different rates for different people. Uh, there came a point where we were at different at different stages. And um, yeah, so those kind of watching the person who was a bit ahead really took a lot of encouragement from that. It's like, well, yes, okay, I can yes. see how this is unfolding. I mean, just witnessing other people's processes, yes. I think is so valuable because yes. you see that you're not the only one struggling and that this there are setbacks and um, yet it can be done. <laughs> Absolutely. And we say this so often on the podcast because it is true. It's that sense of having your people and to doing this in community makes it much um, more with well, the depth of, of experience that you have is different. And it also can make it much I want I don't want to say easier because it, it's never easy, but the sense of not being alone, that can, it is less isolating and less um right intimidating if, mm-hmm. if you've got if you've got your gang with you <laughs> yeah for sure um hey I'm aware of time um but I do want to kind of uh just get all the all the goodness from your experience so <laughs> you've had this experience you talk to other people about this experience now um so we, we I ask people for kind of top tips at the at the end of the episodes um so what top tip or top tips and it could be just reiterating something you've already said um would you share in terms of people thinking about a a, a doctoral writing group yeah absolutely so for getting the most out of a writing group my top tip is first get clear on what you want from Mm -hmm. the writing group so you can try to line that up with what the opportunity is whether you're forming it or someone's inviting you um, get clear on what you're looking for and then be prepared for that to change <laughs> as you go forward um, and and to speak up when when something might need adjusting because it probably can be adjusted and um, there's just there's so many um factors in your life you're a whole person and that's going to reverberate into your writing experience and your dissertation experience and the group mm-hmm. so kind of paying attention to that and talking about it I think will really help you get the most out of a writing group love that I love it um and as you say being witnessed going through as well as witnessing others what a, what a gift in that um, mm-hmm. and I know lots of people who have taken that journey with a small group through a PhD then 
that's a special bond that carries on. Are you still in touch with people from, oh, from the group? Absolutely. Yeah. We, we, you know, did this research project, wrote an article, which continued to write other articles together. Um, so yeah, this group is, is for life. <laughs> love it. We have a very special relationship. I love it. And it is, and it, like you say, and as you have experienced, these, these may be people that you co-author with, that you set up, you know, conferences with. These, these are, um, potential colleagues going forward, not just for that PhD time. Yeah. Um, Kate, thank you so much for this. Um, I know yeah. that this will be, inspiring for people and and for them to try this out for themselves and and to um find people to work with you found people on your program um other people may you know going to um postgrad uh seminars and things there will be people there who will be everybody wants to find their gang right yes yes <laughs> and maybe you know among this PhD life raft community. Exactly. I, think that, that exactly. I was going to say some that. Folks there. Mm-hmm. In terms of, yeah. you know, I do lots of events. We have book club coming up. We've got lots of events and and um, people there, there's gorgeous people there who um, would be up for joining a joining a writing group. Um, yeah. Thank you, Kate, so much. Um, and we will have your details in the show notes if people want to quiz you more about doctoral writing groups. Perfect. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Emma. And thank you all for listening. 